come with us now, if you dare, down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement. What awaits the Saturday Night Freak Show? <laughs> Welcome, foolish mortals, to the Saturday Night Freak Show podcast. For all we know, this could be the most entertaining movie talk show podcast on the internet. My vote is yes. I agree. You're listening to the Saturday Night Freak Show regulars. Holly. John. Travis. For those of you who are new to the show, we pick a movie at random, chosen by one of, at random, chosen by one of the group <laughs> on a rotating, it's not random at all, every week, and then we watch <laughs> we it, get some shit. and we sit around here and we talk about it for your listening pleasure. So thank you for joining us, and please give us a star rating or a like on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, YouTube. Make sure to subscribe. And subscribe. Yes, subscribe. So this week's movie was chosen by Sean. Sean, Indeed what did we watch this week? We watched Summer of Sequels. It's the Summer of Sequels. And we watched Ghostbusters 2. 1989's Ghostbusters 2. All right. So Ghostbusters 2. Two. We want to get into just can, the movie can and I, where this came from. Can I give you a quick history of where Ghostbusters 2 kind of came from? There you go. May I first interrupt that uh, <laughs> as we're bringing Ghostbusters uh, to the freak show and kind of the uh, uh, the summer of Ghostbusters as it's been brought back for us. There's a new movie in it theaters. Was, and, no, it uh, wasn't. I will, we'll get to that. <laughs> but to celebrate Ghostbusters, I have brought you all a special treat. Oh, shit. What? Twinkies? Oh, that's not Hi-C. special enough, sir. Oh, there's what a bag coming out of the refrigerator under oh. the bar. It's being opened. It oh. is it's so cool. Oh, great. It's sugary. <laughs> yes. Just, you yes! want to have yours and save it for later? No. <laughs> All right, yeah, I'll save it for when I have a, a sugar drop. Oh, my God. Like, I brought everybody what? some Ecto Cooler. I'm breaking it open while right you're now. Oh, drinking, no. Yeah, go for Okay, it. while you're drinking your Ecto Cooler, <laughs> I'm going to go. give you where Ghostbusters 2 came I'm from. I'm so happy right now. <laughs> okay, Ghostbusters, the the actual license name actually came from a 1975 Kind of like gaggy, slapsticky <laughs> show involving a gorilla and these two guys that would hunt ghosts. This right? was live action, if I remember yes. correctly. Well, yes. Filmation, the guys that made uh, He Man, they got the rights to. So, so uh, Columbia originally, when the first Ghostbusters came out, they had to go to Filmation and get the name Ghostbusters for this movie, right? They're even talking about how, like, for part one, yeah. yeah, for part one, they're even talking about how, like, in the end, uh, when everybody's holding up Ghostbusters signs, they're like, we didn't, we haven't even cleared the name yet because <laughs> we knew that. So anyway, so okay, whatever they got, but for some reason, Columbia did not get the animation rights. That for some reason, they only bought the film rights mm-hmm. to the name Ghostbusters, but not the animation rights. So then, Filmation's like, oh shit. They're, they made a huge movie. Yeah. And we have the cartoon named Ghostbusters. So they made a cartoon based that. on the I gorilla. The and gorilla. The two guys. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's quite the first episode guys has those. Group, by the way. Well, the first two guys in in the first episode of the cartoon, the two original guys from the live action give it to their sons in the cartoon. Oh, so really? anyway, of course, Columbia's like, whoa. You know, like, we didn't think they'd do this. Filmation pulled a fast one. They're like, oh, dude, we're totally going to profit off of <laughs> yeah. these guys. Make, and then kids are just going to be like, Ghostbusters! They don't fucking care. So that's when they made so the real Ghostbusters. Uh, you know, yeah. Uh, 
when the kids were. I didn't watch it. Yeah, well, when I was I. a kid, I remember being completely confused, and so was, I'm sure, every other kid, where mm-hmm. you're like, why is this called Ghostbusters? And it has nothing to do with, you know. But then again, I, dude, I had Star Wars books as a kid that had C-3PO and R2-D2 hanging out with two other dudes that look almost like Peter Vankman and Ray. I swear. <laughs> dude, I swear. And that always confused the shit out of me, too. But so so anyway, so then Columbia was also like, well, fuck it. We're going to make the real Ghostbusters, which then became Slimer and the real Ghostbusters. Yes. Mm-hmm. And thus, you was know, that like the second season? Slimer no, that was, I think, three or four in. Something. When Slimer right. became more popular, they put his name beforehand. That's so where it went downhill, Blonde in my Egon, opinion. But right? And I didn't know if that was. Blonde Egon in that one? Blonde Egon. Yeah, okay. yeah Blonde Egon, for sure. And the voice of uh, Garfield. Yeah, yes, for sure. Bill Murray. Yes. Yeah. But that so that was 86. Well. So that's still yes. like 2 years after the original Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's kind of late in the game, you know, for kids to like suddenly like holy shit, you know, kids latched on to this kind of raunchy adult comedy that just involved, you know, good special effects, so it became like a big Hollywood blockbuster guy. And yeah, that was the that was the the thing that like everybody would all the reviews at the time I remember was like it's the first multi million dollar comedy, you know that they actually took yeah. a comedy and went and spent like you know Star Wars money on. But it, it is, uh, but I have always liked. I mean, every all the Ghostbusters people, we like the mythos of the the monster. You know, it's like Dan Aykroyd really cares about this shit because he I mean, really the guy does. is a UFO like conspiracy. You, right? Dude. If you've ever seen any interviews with him, he always says his family is kind of steeped in all this this paranormal research and everything like it goes back oh he 100 percent believes oh, he in the psychokinetic like yeah, he had a show beyond. called the sci factor for yeah. a while. i remember that he hosted further beyond <laughs> anything that you can imagine like if you just let uh dan Aykroyd go he would give you some shit that you would just be like if it wasn't dan Aykroyd, you'd lock him up oh because he, he crystal believes skull all vodka. The shit. yeah <laughs> he makes crystal crystal skull <laughs> he vodka. believes all of it yeah. you know hmm. So, but that leads to great movies, not just, you know, comedy movies. This guy really injected his love of, mm-hmm. of like, spiritual, like, bullshit. And, and I think that's why that endures. Because it does. Because that love put in it and those, like, little details for mm-hmm. it. It yeah. made it yeah. great. And then, yeah. so, of course, you know, this cartoon's huge. It's like, huge. well, you gotta do huge. a sequel. All know? right, so let me ask you this, because I know it became Slimer and the real Ghostbusters. Yes. But it, it, if memory serves, and maybe I watched an episode or something of this when I was a kid. <laughs> Slimer was like the Janine or something of the like he helped him out or something. Well, Janine was in it, but Slimer became an integral part of the the gang. You know, he he was essentially the firehouse dog. Basically, when he later went on to become pretty much the star of the cartoon. cartoon Did he speak? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He had like a really high pitched voice. Yeah. He was the lovable sidekick. Yeah. 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 It was. So this was what you're going for here is this was the recalibration Mm -hmm. of the of the comedy. The Ghostbusters for kids. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's what happened when this one was made. Well, a lot of stuff was recalibrated because you, of the popularity of the cartoon. Well, you got Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. You got Slimer. I mean, these are fucking toys, and they're not scary, and they're like, you know, it's like, dude, this merchandising, like, it's funny. Like, the Peter Venkman character talking about merchandising, mm. it's like such a real factor <laughs> to Ghostbusters. Well, I wonder, I don't know if that's like the, you know... It's yeah. funny because at the time, you know, of Ghostbusters, I mean, I think I was 10 when it came out. So, like, 
I saw it as a as a ten year old and became obsessed with it. I mean, yes. like it was the coolest thing that I saw. Coolest thing I think in nineteen eighty four. Maybe the only movie I went to go see. You know, that <laughs> my parents took me to or whatever. But yeah, I mean, I was like spray painting the logo on my shirt and had a backpack and it was part of the wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're ten. I mean, that's ah, what you do. But I remember it at the time. Yeah. It didn't yeah, feel when you're like ten. Was... You do that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> while you're wearing. It, like... <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I don't remember the the impression I had of the movie. I mean, again, being ten was that it wasn't made for my age group. Right. The first one. The first. One. Yeah. It was like you know made for adults, I guess you know, or older teenagers or whatever. But sure. kids are the people who gravitated toward it. I think the hardest, you know. That's mm-hmm. why we all remember it now and have yeah. such fond the memories monsters. of the movie. Yeah, monsters I mean, in the and design bright colors and, and the yeah. yeah. I mean, just the whole conceit. I guess yeah. that you're gonna go hunt, you know, these catch ghosts, these special effect ghosts. Well, yeah. Plus, it has that very like Looney Tune quality of the the dirty adult jokes really are in dialogue, so kids mm. it just flies past kids' head. Right. You know, there's nothing visually dirty. Mm-hmm. Or, even though Which I did understand the whole job, like, he did get yeah. a blowjob. But I, job. but even I, as a kid, I didn't fucking know it was. Cool. No, yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't know, know what idea. that was. Yeah, you know. Not until later on, I was just like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. See, what's funny is, that, like, I mean, I was talking earlier about how this is the first, like, movie hype I remember. Somehow somehow I missed Batman, but somehow this was the was first movie hype I remember. Wait, for Ghostbusters 2. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember the mugs and the, you know, all the shit, dude. I remember the... <laughs> the hot beverage thermal mugs dude, and free awesome. balloons for the kids. Yeah. <laughs> And because this came out, I was telling you, uh, Travis, earlier, the summer of 1989 was the year. I just remember it was the summer of sequels where, like, it was the point when the 80s had reached critical mass. And it seemed like everything that came out that year was a sequel to something that had come out in years prior. You had Lethal Weapon 2, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. I remember Weekend at Bernie's was that year, too. Oh, and shit. The Abyss, but nobody said... Batman was that year, uh, Friday the 13th, 8, uh, Halloween 5, uh, Elm Street 5. I mean, they were all like, mm-hmm. that year at the box office was mm-hmm. magical. I'm sure I was going was like every weekend. Well, I remember seeing this in theaters. Scaring the pants off. I did not. This was a NBC, I think, Friday night movie for me. That's why I can still point out the commercial breaks and all throughout the movie. It That's was- where I saw these two, I think. There was Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters 2, NBC mm-hmm. Friday night movie. Well, what's funny is I always remember, you know, oh, how much kitty this one got. But God mm-hmm. damn, watch it tonight. It's like it still got yeah. has all the sex it's jokes. Solid, yeah. It, and all I, the, it just looks yeah. visually, it looks kiddish. Yeah. Yeah. You it know, was, some of the jokes are a little bit more kiddish. But, but was, there's still also a lot of sexuality. Right. None of them smoke. Some of the innuendo that's Except say there's the right. cigar right. in Which Ray. Is never I was lit. like, they traded out Ray mm. smoking. Well, everybody smokes cigarettes. Like, I think, except for like Egon and Peter in yeah. the uh, first one. Like, Winston and Ray always had cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he only had the cigar in the Statue of Liberty. It wasn't lit. It's just yeah. in his mouth. Yeah, wasn't lit. That's important. Well, right. Let me ask but you this, this is how the cartoon thought, affected. I, know, I thought some of the monsters were a little scarier in this one really? than in the first one. I thought the like, designs compared- were better the first time around. Over these, oh, ones. I no, love the Scalari brothers. The Scalari though. brothers are great. Yeah, they're great. They no, become, like I think, the, more a little more generic. I mean, like, like during the, the montage later. Yeah, like the severed heads in the in the oh, in the dude. subway. I thought that was like for kids. My brother, that was scarier. My fucking brother was. He used to close his eyes at that scene. I oh, used to no, laugh at him. It was like the only thing that, like, you know, your older brother is more scared of you. But you're like, what That's are you legit. doing? Well, this, it's a Ghostbuster this, movie. This came out in 89, and sorry, I'm going to age myself. I was four. 
was three. And my older brother, I, I would have seven. to like tell him when these parts were over because he was scared of this. Mm. It was. It, that's why like Ghostbusters always delivered the scares. Oh, the yeah. first one I remember in the theater that moment when the librarian. Oh, I mean, man. that was that scared that was the scary. shit out of yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, I took scary. my nephew to that in theaters, and oh yeah, he covered his eyes. Yeah. yeah. So let me ask you this, you guys who know more about this movie than I do, because as you're going to find out, like, these guys, the people I'm sitting in the room with, the guys and lady, uh, are, I think there's a lot of nostalgia fueling the love for Ghostbusters, oh, too. No, it's a good concept. So here's my say, question, okay. is uh, who in the cast or the writers uh, got married and had a kid between Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters 2. Probably because all of them? that becomes like a major, like the co- major concept of the second movie is uh, child rearing. Well, okay, but look at, okay, when was Three Men and a Baby? 87? So like movies were starting to lean towards this, like it's a comedy foil to have like three guys. And it almost becomes that in the one scene of this. Yeah, no, it's like, it's like a maternal, it's like, it was how they were tweaking. Cause it's like, okay, Ghostbusters came out when we were still kind of reeling from the whole like animal house, the raunchy right. comedy. Right. Everybody grew and, up. Mm-hmm. Kind of a. It wasn't yeah. really a rude. Yeah. Reitman like, had two kids at least at this yeah. point. Yeah. But like the whole lovable losers thing, and I like how this movie continues the lovable losers. You know, they the the end of the last movie is such a high note. I like how really they save the fucking day. Yeah. Song starts and everybody's just yeah. smiling and there's a parade. You know, it's like holy fuck, we don't need to know nothing more. Everybody <laughs> nope. rules. This is five years later, and Man. you know, yeah, dude, it's We've like, hit the reset button so dramatically we can get like, we can do the same movie again. Yeah, yeah, but also different. But also different. It, it's weird. <laughs> it's weird. I can see this does have the same like the curse of the sequel. Where you're just like Dana Barrett's got to come back. It's you know, does have like, a few have the, very familiar beats in this movie. Oh, but it does. The first, I mean, come on, the familiar beats starts off with. Uh, <laughs> Basically saying Zool to Dana by her carriage, yep. or her baby carriage getting pushed yeah. in the middle of the street. Yeah. She visits Egon. That's the first thing yep. she does. Mm-hmm. Uh, then uh, they, when go. they her go to her apartment. Yep. You know, well, she has yeah, to do the test on it's her. It's almost right? beat for beat, yeah. the first one, except for the whole. But this is what I love the about ma- the, the commercial montage. I love the commercial montage. You have to love it. Yeah. 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 That's but, like when the Ghostbusters <laughs> are doing good. It yeah. The yeah. mayor's yeah. office scene like felt like... like Lifted directly from where they have to appeal to the mayor and, yeah. and yeah. like who's speaking English and then uh, I think that was just to explain the plot more Zed had a very, uh, because it's kind of a to get in there and explain so. it in English just like he did the first time right? <laughs> yeah. yeah you've got the, yes. the other guy sitting there he's the chief of the mayor's chief of the his cabinet assistant or whatever. yeah he's basically filling in for the uh, EPA guy from the first one so of course like we said Dana Bear has a child right yes now we all assume that the father of the child is the stiff. Yes, from he has Ghostbusters to be. one. He has right? To be, yeah. You're looking very pale. Yeah, right? yeah. I'm sure you'll be yeah. feeling better. <laughs> we assume so. I'm sorry to get a chance to meet you, sir. But and within five years, then Dana Barrett, like, so they had Venkman and her had some kind of relationship. A for quick a little thr- while. twist. I guess. Let's say two years. And then, okay, so yeah, I like where you're going with this. So two years she was with him, then she got married. Mm -hmm. To her old boyfriend, the the reliable one. Yes. The stable one. Which I imagine was a a quick turnaround from Venkman to the stiff. Yeah, then she had a kid. Well, yeah, but the dating, it just went straight to marriage. They had a kid, and then he took off Mm -hmm. for, like, got a job off. London, he got a job in London, and then he split. Yeah. It's all in five years. So yeah. we can reset and basically have the Venkman Dana romance again. Yeah. Yeah. In the second movie. Yeah. yeah. 
But, Life happens, Colin. Like exactly like that. Like my ex-wife and me. I'm sure we're going to meet up here in, in seven years and have a wild romance and rekindle that magic, just like the movies. I also think it's a, it's you know it, it's it's odd conceptually, I guess, going into the movie. And you know, this is the best idea or the one that they agreed on. You know, they yeah. thought that this is the way to go. But it's odd for me that you would start the movie with the Ghostbusters in such a low uh, state where, you know, I mean, I get it for drama. No, not even that, dude. Every... The idea that in this, that they're out of, they're out of work. So like after they saved New York and everyone saw ghosts, now everyone, nobody yeah. believes in ghosts yeah. and they're out of a job. We're explained to us because they got sued by, by everyone. every agency. Which I can imagine happening. They're like, I don't care if there's ghosts. You destroyed this shit. You're in charge of it. Yeah. We're going to sue I, you. I think of that as... Almost like that's nineteen like thirties Laurel and Hardy movies. You're in the Great Depression. It's always about getting a job. I lost the job because of the hilarity or whatever, right? <laughs> then the next short is like we're looking for a job. Painter wanted, you know. Yeah. So that's why I think this whole like, I mean, just the idea of the first one starting a business, then this one, like, well, fuck, our business failed because we still got sued by all these uh, yeah, right. government agencies. I like how, you know, the first your first. You don't know necessarily that they're out of business. You know, Ray and uh, and, uh, Winston. and Winston are going the very to a, right, uncomfortable child. Well, that. they play it off the like oh, we they got, pull there's up twelve of them in here. Right. How it's many very, are there? It's very the. I hope you uh, can handle them. Hotel or whatever, <laughs> yeah. right? Uh, they, yeah, it's a birthday party because these guys are so down on their luck. They're using their like remaining celebrity. What were they gonna do? After they sang the song, I'm curious of like what? How did Ghostbusters run out of proton packs? Right, and like they're just they should just let a ghost loose and just like shoot it. Yeah, I'm just wondering how they convinced everybody else to believe that shit was still kind of fake or whatever. Right? Yeah, it doesn't because make sense. It got crazy. I get it. Well, I mean, I guess you know, it's like I mean, you can't really judge the movie that they didn't make, but it seems like you know, why wouldn't you go with like the next adventures of the Ghostbusters where they're, you know, they are the Ghostbusters and get some kind of, but it kind uh, of was, well, it's been that long. You I, th- know? I think yeah. a lot of it had to do with, um, at the end of the movie when they're all like, I can't believe there's no spirit left in the city. I think it's the whole, like New York just kind of ate them up. Like they do everyone else, you know, like that's the whole, right. they'd rather step on you than look you in the, fa- than you look you in the face the whole thing. They're just, that's the negativity of New York. Like, you're going to save them, but the next day, they're not going to care. Well, because everybody's trying to save their own ass in some weird way, shape, yeah. or form. They weren't listening to them in the first place. It's all anti-whatever. Yeah, yeah. it's the mm-hmm. whole it's But the also, whole because, I mean, come on, if the cartoon was in 86, they had to start shooting this in 88. That means it took, like, two years to be like, holy shit, this is popular enough. We can, fran- we can make another movie. Right. So, like, we got to make it five years later. We got to. Yeah, but why, you know, well, I mean. Just to have them popular, though? Because yeah. then what's the struggle, I guess? What's the, uh, you know, they needed Maybe something. Maybe that'd be harder well, to do or something. So. But I also like that idea that, you know, I mean, you couldn't even. Ha- there would have been Ghostbusters before these Ghostbusters if ghosts are all the time in New York. I like the idea that. I mean, these guys are exterminators, but something only comes around. Something only leaks through the dimensional gaps once when they're every around. decade. Yeah. Right. It's like once every decade <laughs> it's or something, sure. you know? Yeah. There's an end-of-the-world scenario every decade that right. they have to take care of. So, yeah. But then in the meantime, there's nothing. It's dry. There's no fucking ghosts. There's a, they need another sort of like... Well, no, there was the, the, the cartoon. 
they were taking care of ghosts with that? Yeah, I guess. If, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it's all even, in it, because yeah. even this cartoon, or even this cartoon, even this movie, <laughs> to me, the only two things that are kind of taken from the cartoon is the looks of Janine and Winston. Yeah. Those are the two things they're like, well, Wait, we got to make Winston how did look. Winston look they gave him more hair? Well, because in Ghostbusters 1, he had the mustache oh, and, the yeah. sh- and the really short shaven down hair. But in the cartoon, he looks younger. So they're like, we got to give, I call him Slave Winston because he looks like he just stepped out of Roots. <laughs> you know, I'm like, just to make him look younger. So that's right out of the cartoon, you know. And those are the really the only two Big? Maybe the tweaks on Slimer's design. He looks a little more like the cartoon than he than the first one, anyway. I yeah, guess so. like he's got like the, the like the pudgy rolls. Yeah, yeah, more so the pudgy rolls. But other yeah. than the that, teeth, I think more the teeth. Yeah, I mean they do some. I don't know. Yeah, other than that, I don't see a lot of. I mean, some of the jokes are a little mm, soft, a little bit. They don't say like they'll be like butt instead of ass or something like that. <laughs> well, they one still get. They still got a couple of swear words in there, yeah. but okay. So the the plot mechanism in this is is driven by the arrival. Well, I guess there's two things, but maybe they correspond. The arrival of a painting mm-hmm. of Vigo the Carpathian. It's Vigo. It's Vigo from the the depths of the uh, New York Art Institute. Yes. Where Dana Barrett, even though she was uh, what was she a cellist? Why or something? she be too thin? I'm surprised you <laughs> no, guys she, are so like amazed by she this. She can, like, but they're like she obviously went to school. She probably went to Juilliard, New York musician. She probably went to Juilliard. But apparently she also has a degree in, like, chemical science for art Something. restoration. Well, maybe she but, took it all. It all sounds like liberal arts to me. Sure. But, you know, she can't That's claim. not all liberal arts. One is science. I just like, watched the Black Swan. Do only scientists the artists where, like, everything else is, like, pushed away by the fact like that you that. want to dedicate yourself to this one performing I art. I love that movie. Well, but she, but also, like, I feel like she uh, she couldn't do the orchestra and have a kid. Yeah, you can't travel. So she had to find a different job. It looks like she just rubs rubbing alcohol on paintings. Oh. I don't think scientists only clean it. paintings. Oh. Yeah. But do only, but no, edu- educate <laughs> me. Do only scientists clean paintings? Everything you're you, doing is bad. She was painting. What was she painting? A Gauguin? She wasn't painting. You, or she was I'm not cleaning painting. Cleaning. Something. She was cleaning a Gauguin. You can't but, just. But do only any person. But I'm off just the saying. Street. Do only scientists do that though? I'm. I'm just saying. I don't know how hard it is for somebody to get a There's, restoration. There's chemical Just say how hard is it? I'm just surprised everybody's just like that. Would be really hard. Like that's a like a you have to get a She's master's degree. A smart no, lady. It's, it's it's not that it would be hard necessarily, but it. There's no way they would let someone just off the street have a Gauguin in their possession and clean it. There's four guys in this no movie who uh, but why can't you shoot do more things and trap ghosts. I'm okay if she, can, I'm okay if she can if she can clean a painting. I just like the idea that like okay, you know what my fan fiction is? This is my fan oh, fiction. Jesus. Like oh. slash fiction or that like... the stiff sent the painting to that museum <laughs> because he knew like oh god damn it. She's going to go back to that ghostbuster. Yeah, if I send this painting to her, oh. well, and also I guess the guy who uh, you know introducing the other plot mover and the guy who came up with the compound that cleans the uh, the painting, yeah, it's this Janusz so Peter Poha. McNichol, who you may remember from movies such as Dragon Slayer, Allie McBeal, Allie McBeal. Dracula dead loving it. Yeah. Oh my god, no one remembers that. <laughs> I do. Strawberry, strawberry. That's all I remember. Strawberry, strawberry. So he's like in a his greatest character, <laughs> Carpathian. 
This is his greatest character. He's Carpathian. That's as well? what. That's what I get you from reading. So? Like he's. That's why he knows so much about the painting and I gets brought like up story. Yeah, he but no, he's from the Upper West Side. Upper West Side. Janusz something. Janusz So this is like a caricature. This is what I took away from the movie. I'm having seen it so many years ago. Yeah, it's his goofy accent. You know that he does. It works. Yes, he has some of the funniest bits. I think. Yeah, he's the one thing you can quote so much from this. Uh-huh. Like I still walk around the house. And but even Vigo, man, in a real, like on a mountain of, of skulls and a castle of pain on I a throne, of, throne blood. of blood. And do we say that what uh, once was will be? The guy who plays Vigo no was in uh, in the mouth of madness. If you go back and listen to our in the mouth of madness. Yep. Uh, Five year old, my five year old. <laughs> so clearly, his voice was dubbed over in Ghostbusters. Yeah, that's pretty surprising. By Max von Sydow. Yeah, I Which Colin, in his wisdom, pointed that yeah, out. Yeah, all this time. Yeah, that's <laughs> crazy that you like. That sounds like what? I'm sounds like, like what? <laughs> and he really only has a few lines. Like, yeah. Yeah. he doesn't really speak much more after. That. I mean, he does have a kind of like mother to uh, you, blah blah blah. Yeah. But there's not a lot of lines. Yeah. So what is Hold Vigo's? On. Oh, sorry. Vigo. Uh, well, Vigo is, is or what is is Vigo is kind of like. The world again. Well, he's to me, he's a mixture of Rasputin and Vlad the Impaler, right? That's yeah. what we get from like Dan Aykroyd took these two, like, yeah. oh my god, one's a crazy uh, magician musician, and one's a crazy <laughs> <laughs> a lot of musicians in this movie. <laughs> he dies like Rasputin, and they, exactly just before, his, before his head, head died. died. <laughs> yeah, that's a good line. Like uh, Vlad the Impaler, I think mm. he got his head cut off. Oh, uh-huh. no, that was, well, Rasputin supposedly. Uh, uh, like burn shot stand blinked a bunch the, of times or some weird shit yeah. after I don't know but his plan as far as I understand it is he, he needs a body to, to come back reborn into the modern age through he needs a vessel a body just so, like it goes, a, a gotta, be, gotta be a baby and it's gotta be a baby why? I need no, a baby. Okay. No, no, no. You can go for it because it is weird. It's like, what's he going to do? Be a baby and then get well, yeah. grow? Like, is he going to be a baby who can, like, order people around? But that's why he possesses and... a dude. Oh, I would watch that. He possesses a dude to take care of him, almost like a Renfield or some right. shit, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the Janusz or whatever. He gets, like, Which a is the baby? character he played in Dracula Dead and Loving It. Ah. Yeah, he did. He played Renfield. That's right. I wonder yeah. why. I forgot about that. Yeah. But, yeah, that's some great fucking shit. The whole, like, a baby? Oh, but that would. Oh, so good. I just, uh, but that used to freak me out when his eyes turned into flashlights. Oh, yeah. That when was I was a shit. kid. And when that happened, I'm like, oh, shit, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Really yeah. Freak, freak me out. That's like really one of the main things I remember freaking yeah. me out as a kid. I didn't remember. I didn't notice until years later that that was him as the ghost that picks up Oscar. Just right? as a woman. For Not sure. Not until years later that I'm like, oh. That's him. For sure. Interesting. But I, but I like seeing where all you the ghosts. You even though she said it was Janusz? I mean, I didn't put it together. Oh, okay. I was a child. He's too scared. He's <laughs> covering his eyes. <laughs> terrified. Too terrified. The that Mary, baby's on a ledge. The Mary no. Poppins ghost or whatever that comes yeah. in on there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I like that seeing where funny. all the uh, Ghostbusters are, like when they're not Ghostbusting. You it know, nice. Ray opened that Raise a Cult. Raise a Cult. Raise a cult. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Opens yeah. on 7 and Saturday's midnight. Or Saturday's whatever. midnight, yeah. Uh, Egon is just doing more just studies. At more some, tests like, for the university. Meta- he runs weird- a research lab, yeah. I love that. I love that. Well, he's the one that introduces the idea of I'm testing um, emotional or uh, yeah, emotional physical, fe- yeah. physical effects on with emotional uh, yeah. whatever. on the environment to see if physical uh, if you can physically affect your environment. And this so he's is the second that. major thing. So there's the coming of Vigo and the what mood they discover slime. They, the mood slime. Yes. But they 
A just, river of slime underneath okay, New York City. Yeah, just like part okay, part one needed the design of the building to be an antenna to the spiritual realm. And this needed that's why I always wonder. That's why I'm like Really, if that, I mean, because I think that river of slime is underneath there, even without Vigo, right? It's just the I river agree. It's of been slime building up for years. activated the painting. It activated yes. the spirit. It gave it enough power to start coming in, right? I agree with that. Because that, because even in the first movie, they talk about even before they find out the building is a conductor, they're like, "Well, why is why are there so many ghosts? Well, psycho act, you know, <laughs> right. whatever Pours emotional energy, a pure selenium." And then in this, they go right to the whole, you know, yeah, so much Real bad genius or nothing. So much bad energy and negativity in New York that it's a building, and it actually, right. I mean, they show it it's throughout turning the, into this they sludge. Sh- they show it throughout the movie that as you, as it gets more wow. angry, it grows. As it's growing, yep. And then it, when they show the painting, when he first appears in the painting to Janusz, they show the river of slime behind him is is slowly rising. So which, you can see that this is currently happening. Wow. Which Dan yeah. Aykroyd, like, fuck, I want to say on the special features of the Ghostbusters 2 Blu-ray disc, he cites that dude that did the studies with the uh, the 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 uh, ice crystals or whatever, like mm-hmm. positive and negative things on ice crystals. <laughs> and, like, they form beautifully in, like, whatever, when there's positive shit. Dan Aykroyd cites that. <laughs> yeah. the, uh, it's like there's someone that wants to believe. Like, see, see, but I have always loved, like, once again, that's why, that's why it's cheesy as taking shit from the cartoon and as, you know, most all sequels do where you just kind of, well, let's take the things from the first movie and plant it in the second movie. I still think they did a good job. Like a sequel to me in a way should be like a comic book, right? Second act in a weird way. Even though we start, yeah, they're down on the luck. We're still in a second act where we get right to like. Well, here's what we're studying, and here's the story. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, like right from the get go, even before they build their company back up, you're still getting right into like psychokinetic energy, the negativity of New York. I kind of wish that shot of like when Dana Barrett is first walking the baby, and, and there's like the two things that happen where people are like, mm-hmm. yeah, I yell at the. Mm-hmm. I, they also did it goes in RoboCop too, where they go down the oh, street right, with somebody yeah, and yeah. show like bad people and be like, oh, you bastard! Look how society is falling apart. And sometimes I'm just like, really, on one street, there's just like. That guy's a dick. That guys right. a dick. Going down the line. That's the point, though. They're showing that that negative energy is what's feeding. I, and I just wish that was shot a little better. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> okay. I get it, but I just wish. Is you know. there more to Ghostbusters too? It felt to me this way anyway that it's like more, you know, uh, like because it's a, it's a, it's both a criticism of New York and a celebration. I think of right. New York. Eventually, yeah. everybody will get together, yeah. kind of like in the first one, and you know. But there's like there were a lot of references that even now you know I mean it's years on and I'm like wait who the fuck are they talking about it's probably somebody who was famous in New York at the time like what I don't remember their names but they mentioned them it's like I was you know who, like, when he, uh, like when the he's mayor talking to oh yeah, the ghost of Laguardia yeah, yeah. LaGuardia? yeah. Uh, the guy who like yeah. the airport yeah yeah okay. I, pretty he, was, he was like a mayor of he was New the mayor York of New York back in the like the forties yeah yeah the airport name but I mean there were jokes like that where it just seemed like it there was a lot of like if you were from New York. This probably means a lot more to you than it does to the maybe the layman mm. from the Midwest, which is me. But that's once again just to kind of go. I mean, the first Ghostbusters have like had the whole like you know how was Elvis and have you seen him? Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah, they're just <laughs> yeah. 
So they bring everybody back. They so do. this is the first. And the they have first, to help Dana oh, again. Yeah, I would say the first like uh, act of this movie, pretty good, pretty solid. I yes. mean, again, yeah. you know, with the conceptual thing aside, it's like it does ramp up pretty well. Like Travis right. puts everything. It doesn't right jump on anything the plane that seems out of place. It almost does put it right back to where it was. Like, oh shit! It's almost like a few months after. Dana Barrett and Peter broke up. Not even like a few years. Right. You know, you get right back to the whole like I screwed it up, and you know, yeah. Now back also, in your life, like I, I love that really line. Like I'm like... ready for a. Heart. I know this is asking for a heartbreak or whatever he says. It it almost doesn't feel like they have any shared history together beyond the first movie because they're recapping to each other like what happened, what we missed out on. It mm-hmm. doesn't really feel well, like that's there was because. Any... I mean, again, dude, I, Ray, it's a comedy. So we're no, let, let me. I'll, no, this is my universe, dude. Ray is friends with peter and egon peter and egon are not friends Mm. and dude ray is the heart of the ghostbusters he's winston's friend works on ecto one with him i mean ray is everybody's friend but they are not each other's friends right that is why you know they're just you know because i mean egon's a real scientist i mean peter he's just a psychologist yeah but i meant that uh that uh, peter and dana spend a scene or so Catching the each other up right. on what, what happened, happened between the two of them. Yeah, and it's like shouldn't you guys already know this? But, they're but why would they talk? Because right. she got married <laughs> and like I mean, I'm yeah, sure... she says they fall out of touch. Yeah, yeah, it happens. Okay. Apparently, everybody does. Yeah, right. Satisfied. So, <laughs> but they got also brings back. Uh, uh, oh God, Lewis. Yeah, Lewis yeah. Tully. Tully. Lewis Tully from Rick Moranis. God bless his soul. God bless him. So I he wish was he could a, come back. He was a. He was just a tax consultant, right? He did your team as an accountant. He was a tax yes. lawyer. Yeah. Like he techni- he, technically, he... In the first time... That's why I invited clients and not my friends. Right. So I could have it I as think a he was just job. like an H&R Block guy or whatever the he first He was time an around. accountant, but I think yeah. he yeah. had his yeah. tax... I think he was a tax lawyer. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. This time, he was a tax lawyer. Working on sure. defense. Sure. He's probably one of those guys where he defense. got his law degree Once just again, as everybody to have it and never had to use it <laughs> yeah, until now. Everybody has like multiple little like things they're good at in this movie. But then he does have to use <laughs> it in the courtroom scene, which that is, I mean, that's like his funniest moment in the movie. In the movie, just his dialogue with the judge and everything. <laughs> Later on, he's like, my guys are under a judicial restrangement order. Restrangement order. Yeah. <laughs> that kills me every time. Oh, I love it. But that's turn, also... Do you have a they, point, Mr. Tully? Oh, do I? They turned, no, we've helped them enough. <laughs> they turned me into a dog once and helped me. Or, Thank you. Yeah, I got turned into a dog once and they helped me. Thank that you. might be my favorite that. That scene hilarious. in the movie. When they start digging... For the, the, you know, they're digging to see, like, you know, the point where the carriage, uh, where it the stops, baby in the stops you yeah. know, they're going to dig and that's where they find the slime. But of course, you know, of course the government and the cops, you know, got to, I love that scene. Like, like, what did I tell you? The phone lines are over <laughs> there. <laughs> that's just so funny. Now man. we come out over the phone company. So tell us another one. I got a major gas leak. <laughs> Where do you think all this stuff is coming from? The sky. You know, I've heard uh, in like reviews and stuff since that. You know, since this came out, that like Bill Murray seems very like his heart's not in his phone and it in. But it, yeah. watching it, he today, really? Yeah. Oh, he did in the first one. The only reason he did Ghostbusters is so. Uh, Columbia would finance Razor's Edge, his philosophical man, fucking on a philosophical quest. That movie sucks. But it's but it, I never get the sense that he's not trying in this movie. Yeah, yeah. well, he's yeah. just he's naturally been, funny. He, he is. is. He have you ever watched his face Dude. when he's shooting? When he's shooting, 
Like he's always making some weird goofy face. Yeah. Like he's struggling with. It. He's like, well, I'm like, telling you, when they get hurt and they're struggling <laughs> awesome. on the ground, he's the only one that's just going, "Oh boy, he's not struggling <laughs> yeah. at all. He's not moving." But just he's, like, hey, he's in the Ghost, man, he's cool. in the Ghostbusters remake, he walks in and sits down for the whole shot. <laughs> he really does. He doesn't fucking like, I'm not stand standing. up. He hates Ghostbusters. <laughs> to him, it's fluff. It's not. It's not. You know, oh, I hate. Oh. I want to talk about Bankman. <laughs> but I thought he pulled it off. I mean, like I yeah, thought that he, was, yeah. he was infectious. His personality. If this he is was, him not I mean, trying. He's great. He's, yeah. he's just great. He's always yeah. great. Even yeah. I mean, just the whole baby shit. You know, yeah. he's hilarious, right? Yeah. Which, which we didn't even talk about where he was at the very beginning. He had his own show. Oh, he had his own show. And, and his guest, World of the Psychics. And his guest that was on the I show was the psychic that said the world was going to end on New Year's Eve. That's great. And that foreshadowed the entire movie, mm-hmm. which I did not get until tonight. Really? <laughs> it took me a long time to get that. Like, not until I always like, thought that was I, honestly, years ago. Honestly, I, like, I think oh. it's because whenever I watch this movie, I watch it on TV. And I'm, and it's already like ten minutes in when I start, uh, so I just haven't usually. seen that part since right. like 1989. Really, dude, that's a bland looking part. You know, the yeah. set and everything. Mm-hmm. It's kind of forgettable. It's, Even though I think it's, it's supposed like, to be, yeah. it's supposed to be like public access. Yeah, TV. for yeah. sure. Yeah. So Even though I love set. the lady's yeah. story about the uh, meeting an alien. So your alien the, had a room at the Holiday Inn. Mm-hmm. It could have been a, a room on the UFO made to look like the hotel room, but I can't be too sure about that, Peter. <laughs> I love that lady. I have a strong psychic feeling. He's so into it. Well, that makes sense, too, because, you know, once again, like, you start Ghostbusters 1 with him doing his, like, negative uh, thing on the psychic. This is the next level in that. And plus just trying to scam people out of money and shit. Because I I forget, that is his whole thing was he was a doctor, but, you know, of what... Psychology, parapsychology. He's a paranormal psychologist. I have dual degrees in psychology. But I think, like, if I was to write a book... Ray got him to do the parapsychologist. And that's because, well, that's what I've always loved. Like, I wish... Well, I wish Bankman had... Because in the the first movie, Bankman's role is to find out, is the person talking to us about a ghost crazy? That is why a psychologist, parapsychologist, needs to be on scene. To talk to the person, is this a, you know, a hoax? Is this... You know, that's why he's talking to the library in the very first scene, right. you know. Is anybody in your family you ever Alice? suffered from? Yeah. <laughs> Are you yeah. Alice a big yes? menstruating right now? Yeah. Back what does that man. got to do with it? <laughs> Back, Back off, off man. man. I'm a scientist. And I I'm wish he did that in this movie. Like, when, when they go into the museum, you know, he's like, get him, Ray. It's like, really? That should have been Peter. Peter should have been the one attacking the dude and trying to, you know, get to know, like, what's this guy's deal. And, yeah. you know, because, yeah, it's Yonosh that's kind of giving the, you know, uh, Vigo the idea that, oh, this will be the baby, because he's got a thing for her. I think think the only reason that Peter didn't do it is because Peter already talked to him, and he thought he was annoying. Yeah. Honestly. I'm just saying, uh, you know, Some of their interactions is hilarious. When Mm -hmm. uh, they first meet, Venkman goes to shake his hand. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, he just holds it? Yeah. Very awkwardly. Yeah, just the reaction. That's a good joke. Yeah, That's very fucking subtle. For as many people who rag on this movie as not being funny... This it's movie, hilarious. And I never... It's even funnier, because I've I realized tonight that I have been watching this movie by myself for... Uh, the entirety yes. of my life. Yes. I have never watched this movie with anybody. <laughs> Ever. Not your wife? <laughs> yeah, but, my, but no. A, a maybe joke. once. No, it's true, but maybe once, and she doesn't 
My wife doesn't people, like movies. People hate this movie, though. <laughs> they do. It's people crazy. Hate this. They movie. like the remake more than this. They and it's do. like, what the fuck what? are you? I know. People it don't makes like me want to make an internet video. They call like, it what? <laughs> they call it garbage. They don't think it's funny. They don't like this. All movie. they do is look at the kitted up aspect. Because okay, did Ivan Reitman direct this? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because it does look like okay. This movie looks like it's shot on a set. It doesn't look like it's shot in New York. Is it shot in New York? I yeah. have no idea. I, I assume so. some of those I streets. So. I've been on yeah. those streets. Though, because, like, yeah. dude, the firehouse, whenever they're in the firehouse, it's like a set, right? I mean, we even talked about how we don't even know how they got the firehouse back. It seems like they're sort of down on their luck and their business. <laughs> Did someone keep the firehouse? How were they paying the bills? How are they, don't even touch on it. That's classic Ghostbuster style. Don't need to know. As don't even need to know. As long as they're they back had the, the firehouse, montage. that is all we I care about. Go. I, I, I ain't afraid. That's when you know, like, well, things are going that. good. They got lots of money. Yeah. I ain't afraid. No, go. I <laughs> uh, this one they bring in the horrible, horrible hip hop. Uh, oh, God music damn it. And, uh, the soundtrack <laughs> says, in control. Well, I kept on sitting there going, <laughs> like, Ray Parker Jr. Oh, while I was watching the new, the remake sequel or whatever it is, the remake. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was sitting there going like, man, Ray Parker Jr. must just be sitting at home on a stack of cash. Because that's Huey in, Lewis's. And him well, that's yeah. his, uh, <laughs> yeah, version. But, yeah. but, but, but this has got, you know, you've got three three movies, at least two video games. The movie, the, the remake, I think uses samples of the Ray Parker Jr. In like song in like four, four songs. songs. The guy's just got to be sitting on a pile of money. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> they probably Columbia probably owns that shit. He probably well, it keeps no on. I'm it, sure he his name was. In he was the at the premiere. All of on all of uh, <laughs> He was at the premiere. Let's so talk about like the where our Ghostbusters come back. Kind of like the moment we're waiting it. for them. That we're first back. They're wearing hour. gray suits, which I love. Which I don't know why they don't keep that up for the rest of the movie. I don't either. They have gray suits in the montage, but but they end up in court because they get caught after it. after digging the hole and collecting their slime they get brought up they get arrested this court does not court. recognize the existence <laughs> of ghosts or specters because apparently there's a restraining order against them since the events of the first one that prevent you. them from doing yeah. their job I like how this movie it's like an onion it peels like what's happened in between those five years and why they're not doing what and what right. it's like they can wear it on their backs they cannot turn the proton packs yeah. on yeah, yeah exactly right <laughs> there's specific rules yeah. those, those things are nuclear uh, and so they nuclear nuclear uh, accelerator. accelerator, unlicensed nuclear accelerator. Um, so they get the representative in court by Lewis, obviously. And they have some of the slime they got from. They do the, the mood uh, slime, the mood slime, which is sitting next to uh. their equipment on the table. And the judge, uh, I forget his name, but I'm you. If you're listening, you know who the judge, judge is. Walker yeah. or something. Yeah. Judge Waxler, Wexler. Wexler, Wexler, I think Wexler, it is. Yeah. And he just freaks the out. At the, he first yeah. of all, they're found guilty. Yeah, and they're sentenced to like twenty five thousand dollars each, eighteen months at Rikers Island. And then he takes a personal aside and tells them that they should be Well, because be there's the that state. guy's like, I've been working in the system for whatever, and if I've never seen nothing like this. If something happened, they put it down there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. No appreciation for, None like, closing all. a hell dimension yeah. the first time. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. 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 But, they, right. but, hey, but totally they, ignored. But, no, they were up there, though. So it is kind of like a guy. I mentioned it's a government cover up. Only the Ghostbusters <laughs> were up there and knew it was a dimension opening with a god coming. But right? there was a stay puff marshmallow man on the streets. But, but they the don't know why. I get the impression that from later in the movie, once the Ghostbusters actually do come back, that the citizenry of New York is actually glad to see them back. And because they there's remember an uptake. The, yeah. the, the, you yeah. know, that they saved the world right. before. The government it's was more just the like bureaucracy is like, right. you know, but I have always wanted to ask for this. We see that, that. We see that in the courtroom. Yeah. Pete, when Peter's on on the stand and the audience in the courtroom is cheering for him. Oh, I love really that. Yeah. I lo- what's, what, Sometimes what some say? shit happens. Shit you don't want to like, deal with it. You can't explain or whatever. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> things happen that you can't explain. Shit happens. Yeah. Who are you going to call? That was awesome. 
But he That's freaks great. out on him and he's yelling at him. All of a sudden, the slime's all bubbling and everything yeah. and explodes. Oh, and the we Scolari get brothers. the coolest ghosts in this I love movie. them. I fucking I love them. I love these ghosts. Fantastic. They're my favorite character. They really favorite, are. But one of my leads, favorite ghost characters. And it leads to one of the, uh, to me, is one of the best images of this movie. For some reason, the Ghostbusters in suits. Yeah. With proton packs on, catching ghosts is one of my favorite images and they're like, of anything in the ghost. Oh, la- yeah. like it's cool. laugh it. It's Plus, fantastic. Right, really? They're back. Because they're like, after they shoot them the first time they disappear, they start laughing at That it. scene mm-hmm. also was the very first time I understood the proton packs. I understand, oh, it's like a lasso. These guys are the- lassoing <laughs> ghosts, mm-hmm. you know? That's yeah. the very first, I don't know why that's the first time I ever caught it. Maybe because the Slimer thing was... It was more like Slimer running around than the proton pack stuff. But in this scene specifically, I was like, oh, shit, I get it. Uh, They're ghost wranglers. Yeah. You know, you don't just have a weapon or whatever. You have to learn to throw it right. and hook and it. pull them over. And fuck, yeah. yeah, it's like yeah, fishing. You're, it yeah. it you're ghost yeah. fishing. Right. And you can shorten it and pull them in and yeah. get them over there. Yeah, but yeah. It's one of the best scenes I in this movie. I fucking love that scene, dude. Love it. I will, great even scene. if I don't go back and watch the entire movie, I just pull up YouTube and watch this scene. It's a That's great scene. That's how much I love this scene. Especially, dude. I I when, Rick, when Rick Moranis like leans down, and goes "Wow!" <laughs> the whole, I mean, Joe I do think Ray. Uh, Egon. Egon. I was talking about how, like, what, in the first twenty minutes of this movie, Egon says more than he Colin does in the whole movie. is shaking his head hard because right <laughs> he's just like, "I don't get it." I don't get it. I don't, I don't get it. it. No. For, well, yeah, wrap up. Uh, okay. The ghosts are so, awesome well, characters because Ghostbusters only has like the library ghost Slimer. There's only a few ghosts you can identify to. Mm. So the Scolari bro, you find. I tried it for murder! You know. Gave him the chair! Got to the chair! Yeah. And I like how they got lightning bolts and shit. Like, right, yeah, the electricity <laughs> is crackling around. And the fact that they, I don't know why I find this sexual, but the fact that they picked up that that girl lawyer and you saw like her, her slip and all that shit. As a kid, I was just always like, that's ghosts doing weird, like, ghosts have always been sexual in the Ghostbuster movies. <laughs> I think they were just carrying her, but okay. I'm just saying, as a young boy watching, like, looking at a girl slip or whatever, there's a reason in A Christmas Story that's a provocative lamp, you know? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So, but, all, so oh. all this all this negative energy in the city is making more ghost activity, is yes. what we're getting at, right? Yeah. I believe so, so. It is building up. Sean and I's favorite ghost joke, the jogger. Oh, that's, that's a great like, joke. That great joke is hilarious. Where he's running and checking his pulse. Yeah. That jogging, is a great jogging joke. through Central Park, a ghost, ghost jogger, his pulse. and he's checking his pulse. Hilarious! <laughs> that is great. <laughs> then, in part of the obligatory ghost montage, the ghost catching montage, of course, because they're back. Yeah, they're back. I like the little crystal the best. thing where they make We're the beautiful the, uh, at the yeah. jewelry store. We're the only. Ghostbusters. Ghost <laughs> I've been posting that a lot. Well, the, <laughs> uh, this, the, instead of a, you know, if you're keeping the beats of the original movie, that you have a giant uh, Stay Puft Marshmallow Man in the first movie. So your second movie says that you have to have a giant uh, ghost creature. And so in this movie, we bring in what's more well, New York. But, but at least it's. But at least there's a reason for. This is why I love Dan Aykroyd and Harold Ramis as writers. Uh, there's a reason for it. You know, yeah. uh, there's a they, this this slime has built a shell around the museum that Dana Barrett went to go get her son after she saw the Janos Mary Poppins ghost right. come with the yeah. long like Mister Fantastic <sighs> arm, and. Uh, you know, they build a shell, and that's where Janos kind of tells her the whole, like, you know, don't you want to be a mother to a god? I, I fucking find that really interesting, right? It's like the Rosemary's Baby some- thing. <laughs> Rosemary Baby does it. Rosemary does it. And Dana Barrett's saying no. 
That always bothered me with Rosemary's Baby. It's like, she's going to fucking raise the devil's child. <laughs> fucking bitch. It's supposed to bother you. That's why it, it does bother me. <laughs> Yeah. But but Dana Barrett's like, no, you monster. He's Until like, he starts listing like, off can, the things you could get. You it was get really, a really great apartment, nice free parking. Free parking. <laughs> yeah, but she was just going along with that to get right. out of the but cage. It's yeah. Like, oh, yeah. But it's like, yeah. you can raise a god and you could get free parking. But I've always <laughs> found that creepy, you know, because that's the whole, like, I don't know. I've always found that creepy and rapey, the whole, like, you'll learn to love me. You know, right. I've always found that fucking, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's supposed because, to be. because he's possessed. Well... Yeah, yeah, but it's still like, idea, uh, like, yeah, just yeah, the idea. Check up with me, and eventually uh, you'll learn to love. Yeah, me. yeah. Because I mean, come it's on, if, if you're it's old school, that's old school thing. Yeah, everybody else will die. You know, everybody she'll else, learn yeah. to love him through attrition. Yeah, that's <laughs> frightening to <Yeah>. me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but here's what I don't understand. Uh, well, okay, but maybe maybe this teacher. is a good point. Maybe you've got an answer for it. Right, right. The idea that Vigo needs the baby in order to have manifest in a corporeal form. Yeah. And then when things get bad, they come the Ghostbusters eventually come in, they pilot the Statue of Liberty and to know, get a positive. They need positivity. Yeah. Yes, I, dude, I to love break positive the shell, mood the blob I can't believe we didn't talk about dancing toaster. This movie <laughs> I sh- dude, I shit you not dude, I, I shit love you guys it. not, man. Loves Jackie Wilson. Ever since this movie, Jackie Wilson to this day is my favorite fucking singer. Right? I love Jackie Wilson. You're sleeping with it, aren't you? Death. You dog. Oh. You're not sleeping with it, are you, right? <laughs> a lot of good look. I'm telling you, a it's lot of the quiet so crazy, man. A lot of sexual humor for what you think is kind of a more kiddish version, right. but probably more sex humor than the first movie. But it's a lot at night when I'm not here. It's a lot. It's less uh, scatological, maybe than the first. Movie. It's very. It's more colorful than the first movie. It's yeah. very. It feels very more like on the set than the first movie. For for some reason, the first movie felt like New York to me. This feels like ah, the whole movie's a yeah. Set. It does. It feel, it's that claustrophobia that you get with like something that shot. Yeah, they get the like just yeah. close up yeah. on the people. Mm-hmm. So I'm like past this wall is a bunch of dudes saw in the next fucking scene or whatever. <laughs> you know. Okay, so we'll do this in ADR question. later. What's your right. question about? Vigo. Yeah. Vigo. Vigo. Uh, so once the Ghostbusters have come in into the, you know, uh, the, they break the through the shell with the Statue of Liberty, which uh, they're able to pilot with, with the NES Nintendo advantage. That was my favorite controller <laughs> as a child. Which they whipped <laughs> Do up. Do this right. I'll pop for a week in Vegas with the Jolly Green Giant. I totally know what oh, your so question good. is. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I get it. What? Well, what why it? does, if Vigo needs a baby to make <laughs> sure. manifest corporeally, yeah. why does he. He then he shows does, up as a corporeal entity. Yeah, he's a ghost. That is just his. He's using the last of his powers to. Come corporeal, not like corporeal, but ghost corporeal, like poltergeist corporeal. He right? looked I mean, real as fuck to me. He, he was, was, he was, he was like, he was hiding doubling and shit. Like, dude, he was real. saving his. He was hiding in the. He was hiding. He was in, saving his essence. He was hiding in the painting. Yeah, that's when he finally came out of the painting. To without, be like, without the help of the kid, Uh-oh. he didn't need the kid to come out of the painting. He was just a goat. He was a spirit okay. hiding in the painting. Now, I have a, I, I, but I have, I have a sub question to follow Colin's question. Why then does he possess Ray? Why can't he just possess a regular because, person instead of a baby? Because just like the first movie, Ray <laughs> is a more sensitive dude. Right, he's a dude. child at heart. I mean, and, and they already made that link when 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 
when they when the Ghostbusters went to the museum in the first place, they made that link right where he yeah, got like all got the, the stairs. So he doesn't yeah. need and a baby. So he doesn't need a baby. He just needs a sensitive man. Well, but but look at Ray. We really do. But look at Ray. It didn't look in a weird way. It wasn't pure, right? He looked like this right. crazy deformed monkey. Demonic, I love that yeah. you are naughty monkey. I love that. <laughs> Apparently, that's a, a, a through line that was supposed to be in more of the movie. There are scenes where like there's like. Ray got tainted with oh, that's Vigo. Right. And so he's... Really? Yes. Because Deleted scenes. Uh, and some of it's still in the movie, where he runs the red light and Venkman kind of looks at him and then oh, double takes. Oh, that's... That's okay. supposed to be, like, Vigo taking oh. over and making him drive crazy throughout oh. town. So he's running red lights, doing crazy stuff. Like, that was more in the movie, but it got cut back. You heard it here. Uh, you heard it here first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The true Ghostbusters fans have heard yeah. that. But, but I've always Darkness liked that, that Ray is this more sensitive. That's why he thought of, no. you know, Stay Puff. That's I why he's right. able to get possessed. Exactly. And, you know, yo, yeah. I, Ray, am Vigo. Oh, shit, that was scary. <laughs> but I, I, I love that image of the big head getting shot it with all the ooze. Yeah. Like, it's that's cool to me, yeah. dude. It's like, I love how, I just love the idea of Ghostbusters is never about taking on the bad. What they're about is shutting a door that's beginning to open. They're 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 dealing with the bad guy before he gets through. The bad right. guy's never at his full potential, and that, that's True. I don't know. That's always thrilling to me. That's a cool idea that that there's no ghost activity. Ghost activity starts to rise up. You have to find the source. Where's the door opening? To what dimension or to what major demonic spirit? And fucking close the door before the death is but a door. Time is but a window. I'll be back. I love these. How many of you have played the sequel, Ghostbusters, the video game? I started started watching the cut scenes edited together. It's a great game. You'd have to play it because it's like eight hours or 12 hours. It really is. But it's a great game. Like, it's the closest to being a Ghostbuster you'll ever get. Yeah, but it's a little too much like first movie uh, references. Well, only it it ties back. It covers everything and ties back and goes back to certain things. It's almost like, like what you're talking about, like if there are points where there is a surge of ghost activity, it almost feels like there are certain areas where that surge is more powerful. And it's like it's happening in the game, and they have to go revisit these areas mm. where, like, the surge is powerful and the ghosts are popping up again. So that's why they revisit, it, like, the Sedgwick and the yeah. museum and the library and everything. But what? it leads back to the, the was it, Shandor or whatever? The guy Shandor, who yes. originally, like, his plan is still yes. in effect somehow. We're talking about the game. This, yeah, 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 we're talking about it the is, game. It is basically <laughs> Ghostbusters 3 because it, it has the main, all the main characters mm-hmm. are back. I mean, Written everybody except Ackroyd and Ramis. Yeah. I mean, wow. it's like, yeah. it's yeah. Ghostbusters 3. Huh. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Ghostbusters, the video but game. But you can watch the cut edited scenes on YouTube. It's about almost two hours. Yeah. So you or get you the story. And yeah. be a Ghostbuster. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> it's really fun. And then but I like how this... like to get Bill Murray back for that was like, you oh, know, right? I guess a surprise. Right? If, it, well, if he hates him. it so much, he probably did know. it on the phone. <laughs> but uh, but I did like how Ghostbusters too. It created more weapons for the Ghostbusters. I love the the ooze uh, shooters. The positive. I love the positive it. charges. Right. That's yeah. great, dude. That's such a great idea. Slime blowers. Yeah. Oh man, that's a great idea. <laughs> well, I, I noticed they re-outfitted the Ecto one with a bunch of like yeah. I don't know yeah. what Tubes the hell. Yeah, a, uh, like the marquee on the side. Yeah, the yeah. Little, like yeah, digital uh, sign. Oh, it's yeah, great. Dude. And what have you. They got a new uh, theme song because the Ray Parker one was old, so they got Bobby Brown <laughs> to do a new one, which I love, dude. Let me see if I can. 
too hot to handle, too cold to hold. You call the Ghostbusters in the end control. Had them throwing a party for a bunch of children. When all the while the slide was under the building, so they packed up the crew, got a grip, came equipped, grabbed their proton packs on the backs, and they split. Holy shit. Wow. Oh, I think wow. those are the words. I, I will say that. that. I might be wrong on a word or two. Travis show. started rapping, and Colin called for another beer. I'm not saying they're connected, I'm just saying it happened. I love the music. I, I just I love them. I connect more with the for some reason, just maybe because he's a better singer. I connect with the Bobby Brown theme song more than the Ray Parker. I do like the guy's a fucking good Bobby singer. Bobby Brown speaks to you. He's a good singer. I don't like any of his other career. And he turned was... Whitney Houston into a crackhead. <laughs> yeah. But I fucking like And that was song. him who asked for the proton pack for his younger brother. Yeah. That was Bobby yeah, Brown in the, the movie. And I like that Ray yeah. uh, considered it. Like, he did. He's uh, like, uh, no. Because he's a kid. I guess he's right. He's the heart of the Ghostbusters. I love Ray. He's right. <laughs> I guess he's right. So they douse the painting. The painting explodes. It like oh, it's we like a about portal. Lewis. It's like a portal explodes. Right? Yeah, Lewis has his fun thing? little like. Lewis is like, I'm gonna help them. Oh yeah, Lewis. Which it does suck that, that Janine didn't do that because in the cartoon Janine she does. In the cartoon Janine got to be a Ghostbuster, but this cool. movie should have done that. It's yeah. weird that, that they did cool. to Lewis because oh fuck Lewis, I like Janine. I mean, we all. I love Janine. I love Janine. It would have been great if Janine was just like. Gone out and done it. Yeah, yeah it's, it, what's really weird. It's weird that the first movie tried to have a romance between Janine and Egon, and then this was a romance between Janine and Lewis. Yeah, this Very was strange. a romance that felt more like, I guess, a, a, you know, an extent where you think it would go, but not Janine from one. Janine from one would not be with her, Lewis. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, Only yeah. Janine from like, part two. They're going to put the nerds together, right? That's the idea. <laughs> right. It's like the ner- nerd love. I collect Lewis. spores, molds, and fungus. Yeah. yeah. I find that very interesting. I read I read a lot I'm myself. I'm usually very psychic about this sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm afraid you're going to die. The but phone rings and goes too cool. So that's why she's got to go for Lewis. Because Lewis okay. is more on her level of uh, uh, sure. outcast. She's a very realized feminist character as well. She's like, I want you. And I want you tonight. She's yeah. like all over him. Oh, dude, all over him when they're babysitting. <laughs> mm-hmm. I totally forgot that Lewis was in this movie, and I was like, actually, uh, like, is uh, Janine in this movie? Guy, like, oh, of course she is. Of course. When they showed up, yeah. But Lewis is like, I'm gonna help him. He slips on. He's like, I was born to wear this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> with his earmuffs. Really, yeah. Oh my god. God, this equipment's heavy. He goes off, and yeah, of course he the gets bus. onto the bus, and Slimer's driving the bus. Like, <sighs> okay, but I didn't know you had your license. That was kind of. Huh. That was. I mean, I could car that was for the kids. That was absolutely for the kids. That's for the kids. Yeah, it was fun though. It's a fun scene. It is. I like Slimer. I yeah, feel I like, love Slimer. I feel like Slimer is not a threat. So no. they kind of just let him go. They're just mm. like, all right, he's not hurting anybody. He just wants to let eat him shit. fly around and yeah. eat. He's the he wants ghost to do. of uh, of Jim Belushi. Of Belushi, right? So they let him be around. Yeah, yeah he doesn't want to hurt so we have any more stray observations about Ghostbusters? Uh, have we wrapped I it up? Have... Where does this leave them off? What What is the potential future for the Ghostbusters? They have a cool They're painting. Back together. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. for God's <laughs> sake! I, I think the act of the the yeah the the positively charged slime changed the painting. Yeah, because it was <laughs> them that were shooting the painting, so it used their own psychic energy. Colin's to shape eye the roll was audible. It was. That was so fun. I thought that was, I thought that was really fun. Give it to them. They just saved the world. Because what if that painting was never really a painting? What if the painting was only a spiritual like right, thing? Spiritual right. What if what if something it, else comes? Because here, when, it'll, when it'll the spirit that. leaves, there is no painting. 
like V when Vigo the ghost leaves, there is no painted Vigo. So what if the whole image is the representation of its possession? Yeah. Well, that's I think that is the the yeah. gist of the story, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 So, so I think it's funny that there's a because that spirit's gone. So what? I believe know. it's one of the fettuccinis. <laughs> That's, <funny. laughs> That's not funny. Yeah. But, but the painting's funny, the not painting's the fettuccini funny. thing. <laughs> yeah. I think what we just end with like a drum roll again, right? Like, no more talking after that, right? No, it's done. The end. No, it's saved it. It's a new year. The Ghostbusters. That's a great. It's a new year. Yeah, everybody's New York is celebrating. That's it. What else do you need? Everybody loves the Ghostbusters game, I love which the is where I want them to be. I want everyone yeah. to love them. I love them. <laughs> it's the ending and we want. Everybody should love the Ghostbusters. They should. Maybe not the new ones. But definitely yeah. these Ghostbusters. Oh, the hell you say. All right, so <laughs> I guess that brings us to wrap-up. Do you hear that sound? Oh, God. Oh, no. The hour has come, sirs. Thank you, Lurk. Thanks, Lurk. We appreciate you letting us know what time it is. You're awesome. I hope we don't can... move. Don't move. No I hope he lets leave. us leave. No tonight. sudden movement. Let's just let him leave first, okay? Uh, so that brings us to Rafa's Travis oh is the first up tonight. He's in the hot seat, so we're going to hear what everybody thinks one by one. Travis. Well, I've always expressed a huge love for anything. It's almost like, okay... This is going to be a little bit of a stretch, but follow me here. Oh, great. Hey, you. She's so sarcastic. So fun. Uh, it's so, okay. So, okay. Comic books fueled a lot of the stories that became the, um, like, chapter serials that then all these people from the 80s, like Spielberg and all these guys were kind of recreating with a more visualized, you know, realism or whatever. All those guys that made shit based off of comic books ended up making things that people ended up making comics off of and cartoons off. And so I just I've always loved these properties from the 80s that took the time to care about their mythology. And it made you like, holy fuck, I want to read a book series. I want to play a video game. I want to read comics. I want to be in this universe. I just want to be in this universe. I want to find out more about. I mean, just and I think it's because of all the shit like I mean. Yeah, it's a joke every time Egon mentions something, but it's a character thing. It's always, I collect mold spores and funguses. My parents didn't let me have toys. I, I straightened a, a slinky. I, you know, Ray. Oh, my parents. I was born in that house. I was, you know, everything these characters say, build this fucking universe. Far beyond even a, com- well, this is why I, I do like comedies. Comedies are all about building character. Not necessarily plot. Not, it's all about comedy's always been about building character. You have to have a funny telling jokes. You have to have a funny character. Like you have to have a funny character <laughs> yeah. to know what their quirks are. You have to know like what happened to this guy. What ha- you know? That's building character to me, and and it just really helps that Harold Ramis and mostly Dan Aykroyd have this like r- real love it's for the love. supernatural and. And unexplained, and because it, it just builds something that I mean, this is why I fucking don't like this. The, this the remake that happened. Those people don't have a any love for the spiritual or supernatural or science fiction, or they don't. They just want to tell a bunch of fucking stupid jokes. And it's like this is what made 
the original a classic, and what I think makes this a fucking good movie. I like Vigo the Carpathian. I think he's a cool villain. I think he's a better villain than any Marvel movie has produced. Because <laughs> you know about him. You just know shit about him. He's a threat. There's nothing in any Marvel movie that even equals Vigo. I mean, not that there's not, like, some slight... I, I think I could edit 15 or 20 minutes out of this movie. There's some really slow parts, and there's some things that just kind of, like, rehash... Uh, things from the first one but i still think it's a a great part of the i mean you you only have two ghostbuster movies i'm gonna repeat that you only have two ghostbuster movies fucking appreciate it because it's a at least a relatively good story as much as it like mimics the first one it still has its own story it's not it's not a building conducting thing with zool blah 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 it has its own new villain it acts like a second act where you can just get in there and experience what the Ghostbusters are doing. And I love the fact that you see where they are. Even five years later, I like that they're not the same people. Mm. I mean, in a way, they kind of are, but they're not in the same place. Where, you know, my biggest gripe of Star Wars is it's fucking 50 years later. It's like, I'm a smuggler. It's like, what the fuck? Okay, all right, you're doing what you did. None of us are going to be doing what we did when we were 20, when we were fucking, like, 40 or 50. We hope. Well, yeah. Right. That's the hope. Yeah. <laughs> so I love that this movie, even in five years, I like how these characters moved and accelerated, and you know. And even though the basics are the same, eh, fuck it, they showed it. You can put that in your mind, and that's part of the universe building. You know, everything about this movie is universe building. I wish there would have been a true three. All right, relax. I didn't hate this movie. Okay. <laughs> oh, I was going to put that up front. So. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Because now I'm just going to talk shit about it. No, yeah, the, yeah, uh, yeah. The, first, the first act of this movie, <clears throat> I mean, again, conceptually, I would have liked it if they had done something different. Uh, but dealing with what they gave us, it's like the first 20 minutes, 25 minutes, I think are pretty decent because I noticed, you know, it's like, we're all laughing. The jokes are funny. It's kind of cooking. It's like, okay, we're setting up the new Ghostbusters adventure. And then for all you guys talking about how funny this movie is, I noticed <laughs> because it wasn't working on me at all from at about all. that point forward. I didn't, I didn't, it I ran out of once. steam. Yeah, it just, the the steam kind of ran out of it. In the second act, it just kind of stumble-fucked all over the place and, like, tumbled around <laughs> and, like, great word. tried to hit it. Things, and it, was like, <laughs> it just became, I thought, kind of a mess where it didn't really feel like it was catching fire or doing anything. And I noticed that the room was quiet. Ladies and gentlemen, they may deny this, but it was, like, almost dead silent. There were a couple chuckles here and there, and then silence compared to the first 25 minutes. Well, because I'm telling you, there's that gap. There's yeah, that little gap use. before you get to the ending uh, that's like a while. little fucking... Cause I guess it's almost it's, like right when Winston and them go down and then they repeat yeah, the mayor. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the. No, that no, it's no, because they're doing that. the slow Abbott and Costello like... It's because that's uh, when they're doing the Peter and Dana romance stuff. Yeah. That's why. Some of those scenes yeah. could be like scaled back a little bit. I love their story, but yeah, it could be... Bring yeah. it back a little bit, guys. I think it was where the momentum faltered, I guess, for me. And so then my hope was, it's like, okay, I do remember that there's a big special effects ending to this movie, and hopefully it will pick back up in steam. But it never really did. It was like it, it stumbled so badly that it couldn't, like, get back on the horse to finish the race, you know? And it was kind of... And then I thought, like, you know, I don't know. I'm a visual person, right? I experience these things like... Uh, 
through you know what I see, it was like to me the special effects looked second rate to the first movie. As Travis said, the movie felt very claustrophobic. I don't know. Uh, in the performances seemed a lot broader, uh, and a lot of the jokes. It was just kind of like, yeah, we're doing this because we're the Ghostbusters. We did Ghostbusters. It was awesome. And now we can just kind of like do whatever the fuck we want. And it feels looser. It feels like maybe they're having more fun, but it didn't translate to me. It was me watching a bunch of guys having fun. Sometimes that works in comedies because that's basically what comedies are, I think. You know, you're watching a bunch of people. If they're funny, they get together. They have a good time. You have a good time just off of the fumes, you know. Mm. This time... I think they were having a good time, but I just didn't feel it. It kind of felt like they were cast adrift. I think the direction was kind of a little more lax days ago because they knew they had a built-in audience. They knew they had a built-in hit. So it really didn't feel like there was – it didn't feel like – this is very subjective, but it didn't feel like the effort was put into this that was put into the first one. The whole – feel the, the idea of the mood slime feels very – uh, flower child, you know, like what? these guys are holdovers from the, you know, we got to do something positive with our sequel. What are we going to do? We're going to do about like how negative emotions make, yeah. make ghosts. It, it will create this apocalypse. And it's like, uh, you know, and then to bring the, the kid into it, you know, it's like, well, we're going to have, Oh, we've got a kid now. And I thought you know, plot point that should have happened was like, it was Venkman's kid. And she what? kept it a, a secret for like That'd all these years. It turned out like, Venkman, it's your kid. You know, whatever. It doesn't change the movie in any way. No, bad. but <laughs> it just seems like that was That would have made her seem thing. like a dick. Yeah. That would have been That would have damaged that Sigourney Weaver. Like, oh my Weaver. God, you're damaged. Do you want to damage Sigourney Weaver, Colin? You're going to let some other dude that you married raise well, my child? <laughs> well, I mean, I think it played into the whole, like, it was Peter showing that he can grow up. That right. He's, yeah, that exactly. he's sort of like adopt, not adopting, but sort of adopting this right. other man's child because he cares about her. Well, that's what I was like. Is he auditioning for the role of father to this kid, or does he just like kids? I think that's how I took it. You know, mm-hmm. ultimately, is like he just likes kids and has a natural thing of affinity for them. Well, no, he's a big kid, so he's always felt nervous around kids because he can't be a responsible person. But in this movie, he's supposed to learn the responsibility, but he just but that naturally takes to it. You know, that's what I'm saying. Well, like, but I think it's because he cares about her and he wants her back. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess the long her. and short of it is, is that uh, I think the first Ghostbusters is. I know there's a lot of people who debate about this now. You know, in the culture that we're in, I think it is an unimpeachable classic. I think. Ghostbusters is one of the greatest movies ever made. Who talks how many, how many, that? Oh, you'd be surprised now. What? In defense of the new they're Ghostbusters new movie, oh, there are a bunch of people saying oh, that, well, God. the first one, who made the first one the fucking Bible of, like, you know, comedy movies? Oh, Jesus. It's like, and you go back and look at the reviews at the time. Ghostbusters wasn't like, the, it's my generation, I think, and then yours, you're obviously coming. But we took that movie and made it like, this is one of yeah. the... Uh, these tent new, poles upon which we hang all right you know this like, new uh, one will be forgotten if we now years. if we did that with that movie do we have uh as the generations that were able to do that to ghostbusters do we have the ability to see that quality in new movies that come out can we identify the movies that maybe didn't get accepted as when they came out but will be something 
put up on a pedestal in 20 years well, from now. Do we have that ability? Philosophical, you can't really determine that because, I mean, like Event Horizon has become one. The... In some ways, like, I don't understand. No. Yeah, really? Event Horizon, amongst no. horror fans, of which I count myself yeah. one, Event Horizon is hailed as like this, like, oh, that's a fucking... That's because like, pe- people, people want to seem crack. like they're the only ones that understand something. That's like what a true, no. like, art critic is. They're no, like, well, not... these people don't understand no, 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 it, no, but saying... I love Halloween 3. I'm yeah. saying the, the, there is a, a it's it's less the critical consensus than it is just the group of people who are of age like it was the first horror movie that they saw in a theater and it affected them yeah and then they're like event horizons a you know unimpeachable classic it's great and you look at it and you're like no, i dude. don't understand what you're seeing it's a terrible movie and whatever that's are. punk rock punk rock is always going to be opposed to something you know that's what it is it's the movie is the movie version of punk rock like you hate that movie I think it's great. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Maybe I'm going to rebel. But I think to Sean's point, I think that's how you have to be able to stay a movie fan. If you can see the movies that come out and say, you know, this one has the potential, like there's something to this that, you know, was unique or something in some way that's going to, you know, be remembered in 20 years from mm. now. Uh, I think it's a challenge. I mean, obviously we're sitting yeah. here in, in an age where they have remade Ghostbusters. You know, again, yes. I think, you know, the time I used to have a problem with remakes, right? Uh, when they remade Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I'm like, how can you do that? Because the first one is like, to me, it's like a, the Godfather or Citizen Kane or something of a genre. And they remade it. They remade Psycho. They They've remade every fucking thing. Easily. They just so went through it. Just by, like, we'll at it. this point, I'm so, you know, I've been beaten down by the fact that remakes are just a fact of life. Mm-hmm. I actually enjoyed the new Ghostbusters movie as I didn't think it was funny. And that's it's my a, criticism of it. Not, it's not funny. Reviewing the new Ghostbusters. It tries to, on, to as comparison. On it. Yeah. As, as a comment on this movie, I had more fun at Ghostbusters, the remake than I had watching Ghostbusters two. That's right. You saw Mike drop. Everybody you, show. Yeah. But you, you saw the new Ghostbusters in 3d. Yes. You love 3D. Well, that's also that was With a huge a passion. Factor. That was a huge You will factor. watch horrible movies in 3D <laughs> and love that's, it. Actually, I wasn't going to go see Ghostbusters. <laughs> I went to see it because Travis said the 3D oh, you is great. got you the are. greatest 3D of For the, some of the people that sit around this table, I won't name names, but they were not going to go see this movie. And 3D came around. They're just like, let's go see it. Yeah, went to see it because it was in 3D. And uh, wasn't terribly impressed by it. Well, kind of, sort of. It's fake. This has a good it, villain, goddammit. <laughs> Uh, see, I disagree with that too. I thought, like, compared to uh, Zool or whoever the fuck showed up at the end of the first one, it's like she or it was a much more formidable. It seemed like a cosmic, you know, cosmic deity had come to Earth. Where this one, it was like, I get it. He's a magician, but once he takes over the possession of this kid, somehow he's going to usher in the end of the world. I, you know, that's what you know the Antichrist. Uh, theory has been, you know, the yeah. whole time, myth or whatever, has been that sometime he's eventually going to grow up and take over the world and it's going to be the end of days. But I don't feel that in watching the movie. I thought he was a pretty poor villain. Vigo. Because they close the, the door Carpathian. before it happens. Yeah. So oh, I'm going to say, <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. Uh, yeah. No, I would say there is Ghostbusters. And there, that's it. There's Ghostbusters. The first one. Should have been left alone. Should have been just one movie and one and done. But here you go. So let's pass on Ghostbusters too. This guy. Oh, this guy. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Sean's over here getting Ooh. the vapors right now. I didn't hate it though. <laughs> I just didn't like. 
He didn't hate it. That's progress, you guys. He didn't hate it. Um, I'm keeping it short because we've covered everything. I love this movie. Part of my childhood. Um, I thought Vigo was great. I love Peter McNichol in this movie. He's freaking hilarious. Um, I thought the I thought the monsters are great. I thought, yeah, I love everything about this movie. I even as a kid, I was I was a little perturbed by the whole plot being around Dana. I was like, really? There's like three million people in New York, and it's Dana Barrett again. Like even as like a five year old, I'm like, what? No, um, I wasn't real up with the whole relationship with Peter and Dana. But everything else. She speaks the truth. Sean. It's true. She speaks it's the true. truth. Ever, but seriously. I felt it 1989. I felt yeah. it tonight. You yeah, don't remember 1989. It's true. But yeah, everything else about this movie, I love. I think it's entertaining as hell. Definitely two thumbs up for Ghostbusters 2. Sean. For the longest time in my life, <laughs> I lived in a world where Ghostbusters 2. Was, where I didn't know that it was apparently disliked. That people would bash this movie. <laughs> that people had... That, that, like, I lived I, in a blissful world where Ghostbusters 2 was awesome. You lived in a blissful ignorance. It was blissful Great. ignorance. <laughs> that I didn't know people felt this way about this movie. And so... And, and then I realized, I'm like, oh, people actually... And it never made sense to me when, I, when people would say it's... Obviously, now I will say, obviously... You can't get better than the first Ghostbusters. It's true. I mean, there's just there's like there's like God's law, and then there's Ghostbusters. Is <laughs> you can't you can't you'll make, never get better than the first movie of any series. I mean, that, that happens a lot. You're just chasing the dragon, but it's Ghostbusters. Like I I, I realize Aliens that is pretty good. Though. Aliens is pretty fucking awesome, but it's, it's not as different. good as the first one. There is a couple exceptions to the sequel not being as good as the first. We digress. There, we've talked about this. Yeah. It's true. But I have always lived in this world where I have. Loved Ghostbusters too. I love, I love the characters. I, I do love the love that they have for this universe. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's again, uh, like I said earlier, I, I've I've realized today that I've never watched this with anybody. Like I've I've seen it with my brothers a few times when mm-hmm. we were really young because we all used to watch Ghostbusters when we had like when we recorded it off TV and and used to watch it back. But never have I watched it with a group of adults. And been able to experience uh, uh, seeing it on a big screen and seeing how it played to other people besides myself. Um, I, it was it was funnier tonight than I ever remember it mm-hmm. being. Um, but I always because yeah, gonna... Colin, <laughs> I laughed. Nah, I don't yeah, care. once <laughs> twenty five million to the <laughs> I'm, I'm, su- I'm surprised we got a chuckle from Colin. So that's progress. That's progress. Wears a chastity belt. <laughs> it really does. Um. <laughs> The I mean, and maybe it's because I've been watching them by myself for most of my life, but the I mean, the movies have never been laugh out loud funny to me. Like, I've always enjoyed their humor. I've always thought it was pretty smart humor for the universe that they're in. Um, And I've always found it humorous. But tonight, like, I was just laughing out loud at some of these characters. Um, Peter McNichol is uh, extremely memorable and extremely quotable 
mm-hmm. from this movie. Like it's the one. It's one of the major things I go back to. Like I love. Like I said, I'll just walk around the house quoting this guy or in certain situations because I love it. He's he created a great, memorable character as far as I'm concerned. And from what I read, he put a lot into like the backstory of this character. He came up with the idea that he was also from Carpathia, which is where the painting comes from and whatnot, which is why he knows so much about it. But I think um, his character is great. Uh, I think the villain is good. I like uh, Travis's idea about how like these doors open and the Ghostbusters go and, you know, Shut them before all hell can break loose. Yeah, it doesn't always need to be end like an earth right. shattering ending catastrophe. And that's, I that's like it. The you other thing, the this is not a movie. And granted, it was made in 1989, so the kind of concept of destroying cities wasn't a huge thing back then with every major blockbuster that came out. But they also don't do that. It feels like, yeah, they're attacking New York, but it feels like a smaller. Uh, kind of threat, and I like this about this movie because again, it's not just boring buildings being destroyed like m- maybe a new Ghostbusters movie kind of does. It's um, negative ooze dripping from every fucking inch of the um, city onto people's <laughs> fur coats and bringing them to life, and like that's awesome. It really is. You got a cool song, um, but I mean, maybe that's what they, ghosts do, Colin. <laughs> they bring in animate things to life. What was chasing you in the park? The park bench was chasing you? Yeah, that's you? great, dude. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I mean, it is. Uh, does it hit the same beats as the first movie? Yeah. But it does it twist them in a way, or it, it gives them new context within this movie, mm-hmm. that this story, it works for me. Like, maybe they reset things, but you know what? I'm okay with that. Um, even if uh, Bill Murray's not trying, like, he's still doing a fantastic job in this mm-hmm. movie. I think they all are. He's naturally funny. He's just naturally You're funny and charismatic. Never, Bill Murray's never a character. He's Bill Murray. Um, yeah. in a movie. And I think like this was a big part of my childhood, but even like I can still watch it now. I can see the flaws that people will have in it. I can see the flaws mm-hmm. that people have in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're sticking the mud. But, <laughs> but I, you know, I could see that, but I can also identify that I still like it's still funny. I still enjoy it. Like the characters are great. I, yeah, I love Ghostbusters too. Love yeah, it. They're crazy. Everybody, like, you only got two Ghostbusters. You might as well fucking like. To live in a world you know. where, and it, it's fun, you know, if somebody, and I will say. Two. As a comment. A video game. There is a video game, which is actually really great. As a comment on the new one that was released, if there are people out there who, and I'm sure there are going to be, that see that movie and claim it as their Ghostbusters, like, I'm all for Never. that. Like, if that's Never. what they want to do, because you know what? I've got two Ghostbusters movies, and I will always have those. And I'm happy that I do have them. So if they want to take it. Yeah, if, but if it wasn't for those two, this one wouldn't even be anything. But if you call fine. this any other thing but Ghostbusters, people would be like, what a fucking shit movie. But if they, if I don't um, necessarily uh, get a Ghostbusters movie that I enjoy from here on out, I still got two what I think are great Ghostbusters movies that I will always have and that I love. So I recommend Ghostbusters 2. I think uh, anybody who says this is a bad movie, I it's... It's not a bad movie. A bad attitude. <laughs> but again, I can see the flaws. Colin has no sense of humor, but I love this movie and I recommend you watch it again with fresh eyes, especially if you haven't seen it in a while and just kind of watch it once and wrote it off. It's a good movie. It's yeah, I think it'll give you everything you need and like, who doesn't love Ghostbusters? Ghostbusters. I recommend yes. it. Yes. Probably everybody who's listening to this podcast watches that thing like once a year. Ghostbusters. <laughs> All right, so uh, I just have a little addendum to this. Uh, the Ecto Cooler. Yeah. Although it's green, it tastes like orange. 
It is orange. That was kind of shocking. I mean, obviously, it shows on the front. It's tangerine orange. No Slimer, though, because there's no cool cartoon. Like, that's the only thing with the box that sucks, right? It's because all the old Ecto Cooler had the the cartoon. The kids had to be like, buy it. Right. I see something I recognize. Holly, what did you think of it? Did it bring back everything you ever thought? The first time... I had to go on because it wasn't because uh, it wasn't released around here for like the three months before yeah. when it was out. I ordered it off Amazon because I'm like, you know what? This I, I just have to have this. Wow. This is why they made a remake. It cans. wasn't to sell. Go- it was to sell fucking juice boxes. You I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> right, but you know what? Here. It is. It is to sell juice boxes. But it you know what? That's it. I'm okay with that. If they want to feed this up. back to me, these are the people that I, hate hate capitalism. I get Ecto Cooler. <laughs> They want to make a shitty Ghostbusters yeah. movie? Go ahead. I get Ecto no, Cooler. No, that's and I'm not happy fucking acceptable, goddammit. No, this no, it's no. not acceptable. <laughs> They're going to no. ruin the franchise. Holly, is it the greatest thing? This, you want to bury this Ghostbusters? Brought back, this brought me back to half hour awesome. lunches at Gregory Elementary School with my Lunchable. That's where I went when I drank this. Everybody great. says I still have the old ones, but they don't realize if they pile a bunch of shit on top of those old ones, everybody's going to get sick of the old ones too because they pile too much shit. That will, the old ones. that will happen. It will fucking happen. That's not acceptable anymore. <laughs> Say I still have the old ones. Fuck that. We need people that respect the old ones. We that also make the do need that because if we could just stop making the bad. I mean, make a. Re- I'm all. For, if you want to make the remake, do it. But Go love it. the fucking I, original. I, I, I love it. But you make a. If you want to make a different, like, but make a good movie. Yeah. Like. But I don't I think mean, they do that. They a lot do of it the in time. music all the time, right? Yeah. There's cover there's songs. Covers. There's also and you like you the differences. New but there's productions of plays. Yeah. But I get that because like you can't see a pl- play hasn't been recorded. Yeah, so yeah. you can You're, see it forever. And a pl- music, a and song. Movies. You can get five versions in a year. You can't get five versions of Ghost. But if they make a shitty one, you're that's gonna what you have to eat that shit for the next either <laughs> five years until they come up with a better one, or they might ruin the franchise and we'll never see another one. And, we'll, and for the next 20 years, people are like, Ghostbusters don't work because we've got stats that yeah. don't pay attention to our fuck-ups. It pays attention to just people don't like Ghostbusters. But now we've got the Ghost Core. That's not course. happening. I saw that. I saw that. There's, There's a logo a, on the front they of the made a brand. They company. made a brand just in case. It's not going to happen. Well, they're making Ghostbusters 2 in spite. <laughs> just in spite because it doesn't warrant one. By the time the grosses are in, I'm sure worldwide it'll do okay. But it's, it's not, not, getting, but it's it's also not, not a horrible released movie. in China. It's not getting China's the second China. biggest yeah. movie market because in the world. Because you can't do spirits because that makes you believe in God. Yep. I don't know, guys. Tonight we watch Ghostbusters 2 and, and I got Ecto Cooler. Yeah, we are talking too much about the I'm remake. happy. And that's all we care about. We got to watch a Ghostbusters and drink Ecto Cooler. <laughs> the only Ghostbusters. <laughs> it's a good night. And, Mission accomplished. And everyone at the microphones recommended it, so we'll keep going on. All right. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> next week we're going to be watching Holly's pick. And Holly, what are we watching yes. this week? Are this we, week or next week? <laughs> are you sure? Yeah, any teeth? Next week we're teeth? actually going to watch Legends. You sure? Oh my god, the yeah, American yeah. version yeah. with Tangerine Dream <laughs> or the yeah, directors? Do you have anything that needs to be removed? Nothing. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I'm having Haircut. anything removed. That's gonna major surgery. <laughs> no major okay. surgeries. No minor surgeries. I will be here. We will watch Legend. We are going to watch the American version. Legends are I'm sorry. We will. We will. We'll have a discussion about. We will. We will discuss why. We will discuss why next. Because it's great. (laughs) All right, so that's it for the Saturday Night Freak Show. And until next week, then the basement is going dark.